The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz, Chris Bizignano. Guys, before we get started, just want to thank Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, located at 9600 Pacific Avenue in Diamond Beach, just between Wildwood Crest and Cape May. They have a huge selection of beers, 21 on tap, 18 widescreen TVs, and the NFL Sunday ticket. So you can watch your favorite NFL team while scarfing down some of the delicious appetizers on their menu including oysters straight off the boat and onto your plate, mahi-mahi tacos, and my personal favorite, the Mardi Gras shrimp. So if you find yourself vacationing in the South Jersey Shore, head over to Fitzpatrick's and tell the owner, Sam Fitzpatrick, that the Giant Insider sent you. That's Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, located at 9600 Pacific Avenue in Diamond Beach, the best shuck in town. And folks, we have a very special guest today, two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time Lawrence Tynes, a.k.a. LT the Kicker, Lawrence Welcome back. We'd say you were a friend of the show. You're officially a friend of the show. Welcome back, buddy. I appreciate that, guys. As always, thanks for having me. Um, lots to talk about. Yeah, man. Always have love. Always have. I always love having Lawrence on because he's got like that sarcastic humor like I do. You know, <laughs> that's what I love about Lawrence. You know, Lawrence, how you doing, my man? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Well, yeah, no complaints. Know, look, we're doing good, Lawrence. Um, but. You know, as Giants fans and former Giant, uh, things could be better, right? Things could be better. Yeah. Let's talk about it, Lawrence. You know, um, you know what? Let's get into the defense first. All right, LT. Um, a lot of a lot of publicity about these guys. What's going on? You know, it's a strange part, Lawrence. And you know, obviously, I'll let you jump in. You know, beginning before uh, when camp wrapped up, you looked at the season, and they they were going with two corners. You know, two rookie corners with Trey and Tay Banks. Um, you, you figured that okay, if the defense was struggling after three, four weeks, you said, well, you know, the two, you know, the two rookie corners <clears throat> are struggling at times, up and downs. What do you expect, right? Two, two young, two kids out there. Um, but let, you know, I'm talking yesterday with a few people, Lawrence, and um, one of them was your guy, Paul Schwartz, and and you, we looked at it and go, it's amazing. He goes, Chris, it's amazing. We were talking. They're like third or fourth or fifth down on the list as far as the problems with the defense, you know. Lawrence, let's get into it with the D. Um, some of the same issues last year, having a problem stopping the run. Not getting off the field on third down like they did last year. Red zone and, of course, the tackling issue. Lawrence, what do you see when you see these guys after three weeks? All those things. Um, I'll agree with you on those rookie corners. I mean, they have not been a story, which is a good thing. Um, but, again, I think teams are just doing what – the Giants are not very good at is running the football against them. They're just, for whatever reason, there's a lot of draft capital too and money on that side of the football. When you think of Dexter and Leonard and Kayvon and Aziz who can't stay healthy, the first round pick at corner, McKinney, Okereke got some money. Uh, it's not been good enough, to be honest with you. Um, I kind of question the signing of Okereke in a weird way because, yes, he's a fast linebacker and he made a ton of tackles in Indy, but I kind of did like a deep dive, like a stat dive last night. They He comes from a defense that only blitzed 16% of the time in Indy, which was, you know, 29th in the league, like third or fourth lowest. And and I think – this is what I think, because I think Bobby Okereke is a really good football player. I think he's just in real time trying to figure it out. Um, I think it's going to take some time. Hopefully it's it's Monday night. But I, de- I, I, I don't think he's ever played in a defense that has blitzed this much. And it's one thing to do it in practice. It's one thing to do in the preseason where they don't play a lot. I think as he goes, this team will go. Because he has, to be honest with you, he's not been great. Not for the money they gave him. Uh, McFadden, who I think has maybe taken that next step. I mean, that'll do a lot for a young man's confidence, having a game like he did against the Niners. Mm -hmm. So I, I look for him to keep getting better. Obviously, Isaiah Simmons is kind of the what is he? Uh, it's a new piece. I think Wink's trying to figure out, but guys, they have to stop the run like that. 
that is everything. You go into the game saying, let's run the football and let's stop the run and control the line of scrimmage. And they have not done that. So obviously the stats are the stats. They've just not been good against the run. And, and you've got some high priced players on that side of the ball. They need to fix it. Yeah. I mean, they brought in Nacho, right? Nunez Rojas. They brought in a Sean who played his best game last game. He seems to be getting, you know, he seems to be getting his legs now. I mean, he, you know, he was injured all summer and all that stuff. And, and, but you know what, like you said, Lawrence, you know, you bring these pieces in and then you have Leo and Dex coming back, you sign up Kurike, McKinney, a guy they like up in that box a lot to me, hasn't played at the level he should be playing at. Okay. Nope. You know, it's been pretty decent. You know, he's missed some tackles. He's been all right. He's taking some long angles, leverage and all that stuff with him. But here's the bottom line, you know, guys are just getting beat up front. Like you said, Lawrence, guys are getting beat up front. Um, and it has to end because, like, it, it's not an accomplishment. I saw something today, like, well, they, they gave up 144 last year. They're down to 138. Now it's get. I'm, like, looking at it, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Were we happy with 138? I mean, that that can't, you know, that can't continue. And this, Are you kidding me? You know? So long, until they get that cleaned up, that's what you're going to see, more of the same. I mean, they brought it. Look, look, Shane brought in these pieces. And right now it's not working for them. Not at all. And you've got Kenneth Walker and, and Charbonneau coming in, and these guys run angry. They're they're kind of clones of like like Marshawn Lynch. You know, Pete Carroll's always admired that kind of style of running. And yeah, you better bring your hat this week because these guys both run hard. And 138 is terrible. I mean, if you look at terrible. whoever the top 10 teams are in the league, they're all under 100. Typically, you know, and I don't know if this is the same in today's football, but like if you ran for over, if you averaged over 100, 120 yards rushing per game, you're probably a really good offense. Mm -hmm. And the Giants are giving up, you know, third or fourth worst in the league at 138. I mean, it's not good enough. It, it, they, I don't understand it. I think it's scheme. I think they live and die by the turnover. They haven't gotten those. They live and die by the sack, putting people behind the chains. They haven't gotten those. And they're one and two because of it. LT, you know, one of the, I don't want to say controversial, but one of the, the, the hot subjects on Twitter, unfortunately, is Kayvon Thibodeau's play. Now, there, there's those that are saying he's kind of doing what he's supposed to do, but what are you seeing with him? I'm just curious what your take is with him. I see the same thing that, that you know, the, the football minds are seeing. I, I think he's setting the edge pretty well. Um, I think he's thinking a lot. He doesn't look like he's playing fast. And I, I, obviously, it's his second year in the scheme, so I wouldn't understand – why he's having to think so much, but um, there's pressure obviously coming with where he was drafted. I know he presents himself as someone who is very, very self-confident and stuff, but the league will humble you. And he's going against, you know, some premier left tackles, obviously, and they kind of move him around at times, but um, I think he's been okay. I, I, I'm not as down on him as some people are because yeah. the way the games have went, the giants have not really had any true drop back, you know, pass rushes. It's all this quick game because they know Wink's blitzing. Um, they're, they're getting the ball out quick. They have not been, they've not had leads where you have a true third down and it's third and nine or third and 12 and he gets to rush the passer. So I think just the way the games have went, um, I'm not as down on Kayvon as some people might be because I always think the cream will rise to the top. I think Kayvon's going to be fine. I think yeah, he's going to be a good player. I throw the Dallas game out the window because before you could blink, it was 16-0. Yeah. Exactly. What are you going to do there, right? But it was the, – especially the Cardinal game, that's where, you know, the, the rumbling began. He did get a sack with, against the 49ers, but like you said, especially Purdy, man, he's getting rid of the ball quickly. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see this. Well, week. the Cardinals ran it down their throat. Right. Yeah. So, again, that changes how you rush. Like, they, he's he hasn't been in a true pass-rushing situation. Yeah. Uh, this season, to be honest with you, because they're playing from behind so much. But again, you've got to stop the run. Right. It, it, the, he's got to play both, and that's that's kind of the worst place in the world to be for a defensive end. And you know, his strength is rushing the passer. I do think he's been strong against on, on setting the edge this year, way better than last year. Um, but sure, you'd like to see those those sack numbers go up in those negative plays. But Lawrence, I think what disturbs people is that, you know, you look at Tibbs, right, Lawrence? And the other day I was breaking down all those pass rushes last game, and you look at his the way he's attacking, and like you just said, he seems very tentative at times, okay? He seems like if his first move, which 
he's not really whipping out the repertoire moves. You, you watch his moves, Lawrence. You know, he's not violent with the hands. You know, I, I, he did more things at Oregon. Okay, forget about that for now. But you look at it, I think the people see the tentative. He looks like he's doubting himself at times, right, Lawrence? Yeah. Like he doesn't have that confidence. And I get – look, I understand all the quick hit. Purdy was with the 2.5. He's getting rid of the ball. But still, Lawrence, he's not beating his guy up front. Okay, where you say, okay, he's getting the edge in that tackle, that tight end, and boom, he would have blasted him if he didn't get – he's just not doing that. You know, the one sack he had was a total coverage sack. So I think people look at it and go, okay – and I hate when people do say this. I don't see the desire. He doesn't have to drive. That's not true. Mm. That's not yeah. true, Lawrence. Okay? Yeah. But he seems to be playing very tentative. He, To me, he's overthinking a little yeah. too much. Okay? Um that seems to be the issues that I see when I watch him the other night. It's like, okay, he's like, what do you do? Like attack. You know what I mean? Law's like attack, show that fish. You know, when, and I, when I say viciousness, we all know for people, it means football jogging. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, so I saw people on Twitter like, oh, violence, Chris, you don't want to use that. Right? It's, football. <laughs> it's football jogging. Okay. It's football. Jog. I don't mean coming out, taking out a nine millimeter and shoot. It's yeah. football jogging. Okay. I like to see a little bit more of that Lawrence. Um, tentative, you know, sh- a little bit more of those hand, con- a little bit more of the repertoire. How about wait? You know, I put, I put out something today, Lawrence. Tell me if you agree with this. Would you like to see Wink move him around a little bit more? Um, maybe over that you sort of you saw the way they were using Hutchinson. I don't know if you saw the game last night, Lawrence. Yeah, yeah Hutchinson's yeah. lined up all over. You know, he's over at the yeah. A-gap. And then you see him on a watch. Would you like to see that a little bit more? Or just like, hey, he's just got to get better. <clears throat> yeah, and I don't know how much that would affect the overall defense and what they've learned. I'm just talking about Thibodeau, LT. But just yeah, yeah, Thibodeau. I mean, you see it, right? Um, what's his name in Cleveland is doing it? They're they're putting – Miles. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, Miles Garrett. They're putting their best pass rushers over their weakest links on the offensive line. And everyone has one, whether it's a center, a guard, a right guard, a left guard, a right tackle. He's moved around a little bit. You know, they 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 drop Kayvon in coverage from time to time too, which I can understand it. But uh, I just, again, I think the games have dictated how he's played because they've been behind. They really haven't had any leads. And sure, I'd like to see him be more aggressive, but you got to, you know, success breeds confidence. And they just haven't had a lot of success, you know, and, and I think he's a little hesitant maybe questioning himself a little bit. He doesn't want to give out the give up the big play, give up the outside, so uh, contain. I I think he's a great player. I think he got drafted there because he is a great player, and he's, he's only played, what is it, let's call it 17, 18 games. Yeah. Did he miss yeah. a couple last year? He missed so, a couple last year, yeah. yeah. So he's still feeling it out. Um, he's talented. Again, nobody has any more patience in the NFL, especially fans, so – um, I still think it's going to take some time, but I, you know, you'd like to see him get going on Monday night. He does like the primetime type stuff. So hopefully you remember that Washington game last year. He right. can have one of those. Right. It's been there's a while though. Left. It's been a while since he's had a game like that. Yeah. There's plenty of ball left. I like to say that Lawrence, you know, there's yep. plenty of ball left with this young man. So I, I was thinking about it this morning. Like think about how the different football fans are. Society is now. Michael Strahan was drafted in 93 and didn't make the Pro Bowl till 97, right? Like it took him a few years to get going. Like we're in game, like you said, 17. And it's like, well, why isn't he awesome yet? You know, and right. uh, it's just, it's a different time, right? It, it's just, you, you need instant gratification. And and then look, it doesn't help when you see a kid like Jalen Carter come in and look like he's been playing for 10 years already. So, you know, it is what it is. But also what's got to be affecting him too, Lawrence, is there, there's no threat on the other side yet. Aziz Ojolari hasn't played and, you know, right. I like Jihad Ward, but there's no pass rushing threat on the other side. So couple that with, you know, the way the games have gone, and it's this is where we are, right? It's just it's not happening yet. But like you said, hopefully turns it around Monday night, and we can see that. So you know, Leonard Williams has not been good either. I mean, he had a solid game against the Niners, but where was he in Week One and Week Two? He right. he is making a lot of money, and he's kind of fallen off a little bit, if you will. Dexter's being Dexter, you know, he's, you look at his yeah. grades, he's, he's doing his job, but again, he has not necessarily pressured a lot. And he's obviously the front man, the closest guy to the quarterback who was generating a lot of pressures last year. They, for whatever reason, have not pressured the quarterback. And I know the ball's coming out quick, but 
Yeah. I don't know. I think they're still feeling this thing out, right? Mm-hmm. They've got some new pieces, Okereke, Simmons, the corners. Are they protecting those guys a little bit in terms of coverage? And so <laughs> it is early, but again, you, you can't go one and three uh, with the Bills and Dolphins coming up. Mm. Yeah, this season, this season will spiral out of control real quick. Could. Could. Um, Lawrence, another guy I like to talk about on the defensive side of the ball is Xavier McKinney. Yep, next one. Um, look, high draft pick, second round, all that. We expect a little bit more. I'm sorry. Yeah. I expect – you know what, LT? I expect a lot more, and I'm just not seeing it. He's playing okay, don't get me wrong, but I'm just not seeing it, Lawrence. Uh, to me, this is a guy that has to start really stepping it up starting Monday night. Because he's one of the guys who's so-called impact plays on that side of the ball that's not making an impact. Okay, yeah. got to get some turnovers, Lawrence. Got to make some big plays. Just not see what are you seeing from him um, so far. The exact same thing. Um, he just has not been as a, much of a game changer as he was. Maybe you know, even that first year, second year when he was flying around, he was always around the football in terms of getting his hands on footballs and. Right. Um, we had him on our show and he he possessed like a confidence. This was two years ago that I was blown away by. Like, like not false bravado, but like this kid was like, I want to wear a gold jacket. That's my goal. Yeah. And he, you know, and I really I think me and you maybe talked about this. I think that hand injury did something to him. And and I think all athletes at some point in their career uh have this um I'm invincible type of mentality which is what makes them so great nothing can hurt me you know i'm never going to get hurt i'm the best i'm not afraid of anything then he gets that freaky injury in the bye week last year almost loses his hand fingers things like that i think that takes a part of you with you when something like that happens and i i'm not saying you know people are probably like, well it's not a knee or a head injury it's a hand i just think he he again maybe lost a little bit of confidence in himself because of this injury and, you know, letting his teammates down. He lost a little bit of, you know, whatever it is in the locker room that, you know, people probably like, well, why the hell did you do it? So I think he's trying to find his way back too. He's, he's another one that, you, you know, has not really taken that next step to, to greatness, to pro bowl football, to all pro football, because, he was right there in the mix. You know, if you think about with Joe Judge, I mean, he should have been on the all-pro team, pro Bowl team, second team, something that year. He played that well. Right. But, again, maybe just finding his way. I, I think it's going to take – you know, hopefully it shows up Monday. This team is just really off. They're off. We all expected a playoff team to come in and start humming right away, but they, they just have not shown that. And, again, they've been behind early in games and – it's hard to kind of play catch up. It seems like he's going for the strip a lot too. And I don't know, I don't know why that is, but it just seems like every time he comes up to tackle someone, he immediately goes for the strip. So yeah. look, he was one of the guys that we said like has to step up this year. And we said it in a way like, no, you have to you have to become elite, like to become an elite yeah. safety. He's kind of a cornerstone of this defense. And it's it's just again, it hasn't worked out, but it's just like you said, it's kind of you know, it, it's part and parcel to what this team is right now. It's, it's very weird. It's very strange. I didn't see this part. I didn't see that coming with McKinney. But you may be onto something there with uh, with the injury from last year, man. I don't know. Yeah, I just think sometimes you lose a little bit of I, – I don't care what kind of injury it is. He's mm-hmm. not immortal. And it, it sounds stupid probably to people, but, like, the, the people in that locker room are alpha males with the most – with the highest confidence level you can have. And I don't know if if he he lost maybe his status in the locker room in a weird way because he did make a silly mistake. He wasn't there for his teammates and he missed a lot of time. And thankfully he's okay. But things like that can can change your mentality. Mm-hmm. And football is a mentality. And I think he'll find it again. He's too talented. But again, it needs to happen sooner than later. I know people keep saying it's early in the year, but. That schedule does not get any easier. My God. Chris, uh, Chris, hang on one second. Yeah, yeah, 20, yeah. 20 minutes in, guys. We're going to take a break and be right back after this. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with LT the Kicker. Hang on one second. And we're back. Folks, you're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Jared Foley and Chris. Nobody beats the biz, biz Ignana with our special <laughs> guest, Lawrence, Ty- Lawrence Tynes, a.k.a. LT the Kicker. Go ahead, Chris. Lawrence, you tell me what you know how you feel about this. Joe, Joe. 
this offseason. But Joe Shane, um, he extends Dex. He extends Andrew Thomas. Does not extend Xavier McKinney. He was mm. even asked about it. He says, oh, we'll, we'll visit that after the season. Not an arrogant way, but he said, you know, we'll, go, we'll, we'll visit that. This is the way I feel, Lawrence. You tell me how you feel. Um, I think he did it. I think there's a reason why they didn't want to talk contract extension with it. I think they want to see what he's going to do in year four, um, sh- sort of like a show me year, and then we'll talk after the season. How you feel about that? Uh, that's that's the feeling I get from the organization, Lawrence. How you, you know what are you thinking about that? Yeah, it seems that way. Um, they're going to make him earn it, and um, obviously last year was a big red flag. What happened? Um, you know, it was unfortunate what happened, but it happened. So they need he needs to regain that trust. And listen, there's there's that's another element of maybe his play is um, well, this team doesn't want me kind of feel, or you know, there's some mental, there's some personal feelings in this. He always gets personal. And for him, and I and if you guys follow him on Twitter, he has like some random weird tweets. I just yeah. looking for so, it right now. I was just looking for it. So again, read through the tea leaves. That's how kids vent nowadays is on Twitter and on social media in front of the world. And it is what it is. You don't you like it or don't like it. I don't care, but you can read between the lines there that he is not as happy as he has been. Right. He he wants the extension. He wants comfort. He wants to know that all players want to feel like they're wanted. And quite frankly, I'm sure he feels like he's not wanted uh, because they didn't extend him. And then, you know, he's just trying to earn that trust back from his teammates and the and the organization in general because he is, like you said, a Pro Bowl caliber player was and a high draft pick. Second round pick is is a high draft pick. So um we'll see how it shakes out. But you just gotta sometimes set those personal feelings aside and go play ball and and they'll take care of you. The Giants will take care of you if you play well. Well, I think Joe Shane has shown that already. <laughs> and you know yeah. what? You don't have to be drafted by Joe Shane either, as no. he's also has proven, okay? Yep. Giving out mega contracts to guys he didn't draft. Right. Go ahead, Jerry. Yeah. Um, I was just looking for that tweet, but you're right. There was a, a I remember kind of, it was something there's a something there's like, a kind of, lot there's of a few them. a bunch of them. There's a lot of them. Yeah, and when as soon as you saw that, you're like, oh, here we go, man. It just sucks that they they take the social media, but that's that's what they do now. It like is what said. it is today. Yeah, it's the life. Um, right? I want to jump over to the offense, right? And and a little glass half full here. Um one of the things, look, the offensive line is still an issue. Obviously, it's it's far from a um, finished product. But one of the things we saw last week was how well Azuda played uh, coming in for for Andrew Thomas and and McKethan as well. And now it looks like, correct me if I'm wrong, but McKethan looks like he's going to be a go for right guard Monday night. Um, some of these younger guys that were drafted are now starting to work out. Do you think that's you know the, the path to success for this O line and to to kind of finally solidify it after? you know, since you played, right? The, the 10 years of, of just, you know, influx constantly every year trying to find the right pieces. These young guys, Azudu, McKethan, obviously Andrew Thomas uh, is what he is, but do you think that's the path that, you know, we're going to go the rest of this year or week to week? What do you think? I'm just curious what your thoughts are. Well, I, just like everyone else, I, I am so sick and tired of talking about this offensive line. Mm-hmm. Like at some point, man for man, look in the mirror and go block your guy. It's not – these guys are all talented, and at some point, you just have to look in the mirror and be honest with yourself. I'm not saying you have to win 10 out of 10 reps. Win 6 out of 10. Win 7 out of 10. They're way under 500, if I had to guess, as a whole. Andrew Thomas coming back is really going to help them. I mean, he is elite. He's about as elite as they get. Um, I did like what um, McGeethan and Azudu did. I love what Azudu did at left tackle in Arizona. I mean, that was incredible. He's athletic, um, and I I think, you know, obviously Evan Neal has played better since week one. Not great. Uh, not top ten pick, but but good enough. Um, they've got to figure that out. It is the Achilles heel of this football team. They cannot sustain drives. They don't run the football very well, and they don't pass protect very well. Um, so they just have to look at each other and figure this out, man. It's not – Coaches can only do so many things. Coaches can go, you can blame the co- offensive line coach. It's not his fault. You got to overcome bad coaching if that's what it is. And I don't think it is bad coaching. Right. I just think it is guys, the media gets on them, the fans get on them. They lose a little bit of confidence and they they just don't play well. And of course, they're going against good pass rushers, but we're, we don't expect you to win 
80% of the reps, just win 60%, 50% of them. They're, they're just not good enough and they've got to play better and they've got to start running the football. Yeah. It's been the Achilles heel of the franchise, right? Like not just this team, but it's just it's awful. It's going back, man. Like, Oh my, even, even when he was won it in, in 2011, like, you know, the offensive line had flaws, but they, they could function like this, this, it, these past 10 years have been brutal. Um, and we, we would hope it would get better by now, but it just still seems to be the issue. Maybe it will because they look two of the three teams were the Niners and, and the Cowboys. Maybe it will. There's get no doubt. That's a part of it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But we'll see. Go ahead, Chris. LT, uh, Evan Neal, is he concerning you a little bit or is this way too early to be talking about him? Um, Maybe just position-wise, maybe he's a guard, um, and I'm not sure. He is huge. He's, I just don't think he move, He is athletic enough to play right tackle. Um, he's really good in the run game because he's a massive human being with you know, decent feet, but he's a mauler in the run game. He does concern me in the pass game. You can tell he concerns the Giants, too. They put a lot of tight ends over there to help him, and he struggles with speed. He struggles with movement. He struggles with the TE stunt. Um, but again, there's been a lot of inconsistency to his left. Uh, yeah, I think that's a right. big part of it too. Yep. I like Evan Neal. Um, you know, he, he, every player has flaws, but I like what he's made of. He, he owns it. He answers questions. He went to Alabama. You don't go to Alabama if you're afraid of competition. And, and so I like him, but again, I don't know if he's a long-term right tackle. That would just be my sentiment on him. I do like him as a player, but again, another young player, you know, who missed some games, um, missed some time in the preseason, but injuries. I think he's been fine. The last, I mean, he didn't, Bosa didn't destroy the game. Right. You know, they had that one play where it was a silly lineup by uh, Bellinger. Bellinger. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he, Bosa does that to every right tackle in pro football. So, um, and that wasn't even Evan Neal's fault, but I don't know. I, I'm kind of lukewarm on him. I, I do like him, but I, I'm just – maybe he's a better guard. I'm not sure. I put I put a tweet out a couple of weeks ago, Lawrence. Somebody asked me about right guard or something for 2024. Oh, I asked me about Evan Neal. I said, well, Evan Neal's going to be your 2024 right guard. I, I feel the same way, Lawrence. I think he yeah. might be better suited for that guard position, you know. Um, but yeah, – could be. We'll see. Look, look. We all know Andrew Thomas. He's had he had issues his first few years, you know, and all that stuff. So we'll see what happens with Evan, you know. But here's the bottom line, too, Lawrence. Right? He's a seventh overall pick. Um, and his place he missed, get, didn't he miss? He missed some time, didn't he? Get hurt in Jacksonville or something? Yeah, he's had injuries last year. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, he's had so again. Like, he hasn't even played a full NFL season, right, if you right, will. Right. So, and Andrew Thomas was another one. <clears throat> Andrew was playing through a bad, bad wheel his first year, and. Even his second yeah. year, and then he got, and when he got, and he told me that he told me right his locket. He was like, "Chris, I'm not making excuses, but I did have a bad ankle." <laughs> and his, and, and trust me, Lawrence, he was not making excuses. He said because he act, he out now told me, "Look, if I'm playing, I got to produce." You know, yep. uh, and Evans had a little bit of those issues too, but still early in the game for that. I was just curious how you feel because I'm the same way, Lawrence. I, I'm a little concerned. I, I'm not quite sure if God might be his future position. You know. Could be, you know, but the offensive line's got to get settled down. They have to get settled down. Um, and he's gonna looks like Dave's is gonna stick with McKethan, which I I was shocked the other day. He told us that usually Dave's never gives personnel alignments, mm. and he actually said now I'm gonna stick with McKethan and right guard, which is I actually looked at Dable LT like is he feeling all right? He acted. He actually said <laughs> I couldn't believe what he said. That well, who's gonna play gonna left? Go. Who's gonna play left guard? Well, Ben, ben is back. Brennison's back. He's so had a concussion you protocol. You got him, Glowinski. You got so it's going to be no Glowinski's out. You know, it's going to be it's going to be Andrew. Looks like he'll be back. It'll be Andrew Bren. You know, John Schmitz at center, uh, McKethan at right guard, and uh, Evan at right tackle. That's what it looks like. It, you know, it's funny we've we've been on the show however long we've been talking, and you know the rookie corners are fine, and the rookie centers amazing, are fine. amazing, yeah. And the other um, thing that's ironic, LT, is like Daniel Jones is the least. It's, he's like the least issue with the offense, right? Like, like he uh, he's my least worry. I, I just want him to get time, have time. And I think he can, you know, he showed last year what he can do with, you know, a subpar receiving core. You know, I, I, I just, I'm, sh I'm kind of surprised by that. Like it's, it's, he's the, the least thing I worry about. And you just hope that he can get the time behind this line. And you brought up a name before Lemieux and we said it last week, like 
you know, you saw him in pass protection, and that's why he's not a viable mm. option at guard. He's just he gets absolutely blown up at guard. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he struggled. He hasn't played in a long time, and they put him up against the Niners. I was like, yeah. holy cow, how yeah. did this happen? But I never in a million years thought that the Giants thought they could win that game. I think maybe they almost used it as a as a pre. I'm not saying they weren't playing to win, but sure. I just I feel like they were just trying to fill some things out, get some personnel out there, get out of there healthy. Um, but then you know they have to run the football, right. and I don't care. If Saquon's in there, if it's Brightwell, is it Brita, is it Gray? You've got to run the ball. Like, you cannot go in shotgun 90% of the time. Yep. And I'd like to see Daniel get under center more um, and run the ball. He's really good play-action thrower, which most quarterbacks are. But, again, you have to run the football in order for that to happen. And they just have not ran the ball well enough. And I don't – you don't have to average five yards carry, but what, they have less than ten runs against the Niners or something like that? I mean yeah. – that's inexplicable. Like I get it. They're a great front, but man, keep pounding it. You know, they, they ran it in from like the six or seven yard line in the red zone against that defense with yeah. Brita. Even when it was 16, nothing against the Cowboys, your first drive, you ran down the field. That's not the time to just abandon the run. And I felt like no. they did. Especially when it's pouring rain. Right. Right. Yes. So, you know, I we, we've talked about personnel, but we, we got to start maybe talking about some of the coaching that's going on and the, mm. the game plans. And listen, I, I love Brian Dable just like everyone else does, and he was coach of the year, but he's not immune from criticism here sure. because they just have not put this team in the best situation, offensively or defensively. And so yeah. they're bright guys. They'll figure it out, but they better get going because mm. they have an upgraded roster. Mm-hmm. So it should be better. And we, you know, they have played two great teams, and they're a two point conversion away from that game being really close in San Francisco with a depleted roster. Um, but they just got to get going, they just got to start producing on the field. Lawrence, this game Monday night is to me a must win. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, after obviously, after Monday, you got to go to a Miami team and just put 70 up, Mm -hmm. literally (laughs) 70 up. And, and the ball comes the, out in less than two seconds. Yeah. So you your blitz, you can blitz all you want. Yeah. That's not going to help. And look, you know, Wink Mondell is a guy that loves his system, Lawrence. You know, uh, he likes to do his – he's going to do his thing. And how much he changes, I don't know. I hate it. Okay, because, you know, his – You hate it? You hate I it? hate it. And well, you know what, Lawrence, I'm going to ask you – I'm going to just finish my point. I'm going to yes, get sir. into you, Lawrence, why, why you hate it because I find that interesting because hmm. – <laughs> Look, Wink is a guy that comes in, he's aggressive and all that, but you got to, in this league, Wink, Lawrence, I have to tell you, you, you got to change up to your personnel too, man. Um, and he has his one system, basically, which got him run out of Baltimore, okay? Yeah. Because Harbaugh was sick and tired of that one system when you're down three corners and you're still playing that one system and you're watching guys like Joe Burrow throw for 400 yards and a half. And, you, and Harbaugh got, you know, now – if you're going to be that aggressive, you have to have results. Right. Turnovers, sacks, right. things like no. that. They just – you cannot keep applying that kind of pressure and not getting results out of it. I'm old school. I'd love to see – I think they have four, three personnel. Mm-hmm. I think you go Leonard and Dexter in the middle, Aziz mm-hmm. when healthy, and Kayvon, and you just roll out Simmons, Okereke, and McFadden. Mm-hmm. I really do. And you've got enough good corners and, and safety guys to just hold that coverage for another half second. That's the difference between a sack and a completion, right? They're just not getting there and they're exposing lanes or exposing the seam. The quick game is killing them. Yep. Um, you know, they were playing off. You remember early in that game, um, Deontay was playing off of Debo six, seven yards. It's like, yeah. That's the easiest completion in football. Yeah. If you're gonna play blitz, you got a man. You got to go man more and get in their face and disrupt timing of routes and they're blitzing, but yet playing off. I I don't I don't like the system. Well, especially when one of the attributes why you drafted him was he's a bump and run corner. Right? Like yeah. What are we doing? Right? Like I know, but Chris always talks about the good wink and the bad wink. Um, oh, I mean, we've know. seen that. Look, he has a resume. He's a good wink and a bad wink. 
There's no question. <laughs> they about do. It. They've yeah. traditionally given up a lot of running yards. And the, last year, what they did well is they really buckled down in the red zone. I think they had a top two or three red zone defense, maybe. Yeah. They were top 10 last year, Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. So they're always going to give up yardage, but they really buckled down and made teams kick field goals down there. But, um, but not this year yet. (laughs) Yeah. And they, again, you got to keep going back. They've played two really good teams. And people, for the most part, have said Arizona sucks. Well, Arizona does not suck, guys. (laughs) No, they they don't. Buried them. They're playing hard. That coach has got them playing really good football. They run it well. They've got some good skill guys, a good tight end. They're okay on defense. I mean, we caught them without Buda Baker, um, who's one of the elite safeties in the game, and we're able to put together a really good half. But that team has been in every single ball game, and they just beat the Cowboys. Yeah, and they should have beat us, Lawrence. You know, I mean, let's face sure. it. You know, they should have beat us too. You know, and win that game, they could easily be three and all. So absolutely, they're playing. They're, that John, that John again, he has them playing, brother. You know? Yeah. So you look ahead to. I'm sorry, Jerry. Get you want to get? Brother. Yeah, no. Ahead. Just one more thing on the defense, guys. I, I'm a little surprised. Like, you know, Wink clearly wanted Isaiah Simmons here, and he's talked about wanting to draft him when he was at Baltimore. I'm a little surprised he has been more involved. I know it's he's, it's a new team, but I just figured he would almost force him into the game more. That's that's. I'm a little surprised by that. That's all. Yeah, yeah. He's been here what about a month, probably, maybe a little longer. Um, yeah, he's gonna. Maybe it takes some time. I mean, this is a, yeah. a a foreign system. No one else in the league runs it. No, yeah, I just the, the way it, it, he he really wanted oh. him in Baltimore, and I just that's all. Just yeah, a look, surprised by that. Just to jump in there, I, I put it out. I was talking to Isaiah and Jerry. You know, you saw when I put yeah. this out, Lawrence. Um, you you maybe you read the tweet. Like Isaiah told me in the locker room, I mean, I, I was talking about maybe uh, playing a bigger role against um, the 49ers, and he was like, "I hope so," because I said, "Do you have you know?" This playbook is it down? He's like, I have a hundred percent knowledge of this playbook now. Okay, a hundred percent. So it's whatever. Look, whatever Wink's doing package wise and all that stuff, we'll see how that progresses. But you like to see Isaiah get on the field. Look, does he have his flaws, Lawrence? Yeah, he does. He does, but he makes plays too, Lawrence. You know, oh, he's, he's fast. Yeah, to be that big and fast, he's and fast, athletic. Bro. I mean, yeah. you, the guy like that has to be on the field, right? Um, like I said, which is why I would prefer a four three, but. I'm that that isn't corner. happening. You know that. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the offense, Lawrence. Um, Daniel Jones, you know, look, not no shot against Dallas. He had no chance. He's not getting no. much time for the ball. Um, I know a lot of people want to look at him. You know, I, I see other players, other teams, which I can't believe, to be honest with you, Lawrence. You guys taking shots at him, 49ers saying this and that. Um, what are you seeing in him so far? And to me, look, he had the one half. He got some time, and look what he did, right, Lawrence? Look what he did. Yeah, uh, that's no, that- that's that's who he is. I, yeah. I truly believe that's who he is. That's who he was in the playoff game against the Vikings on the road. Um, but it's just it, for fans and for people like us, it's like it's just not consistent enough on a week to week basis. But again, the offensive line is never consistent. It's never the same lineup. Um, it's the same old stories we've been talking about. This team just needs to find consistency in all three phases. Right. which they have not done, and I don't know what the magic answer is to fix it. Daniel Jones is Daniel Jones. I know who he is. I don't. Uh, I mean, I don't think he's bad. I don't think he's elite, but he's a very good quarterback, and he has some skills, and they just have not featured that. Again, the games have dictated how he's played. The offensive line, the opponents know. They struggle there, and they take advantage of teams' weaknesses. That's all teams are trying to do every set Sunday is take advantage of your weaknesses in the – all the teams they've played this year have done that to a T um, and put him and made him throw, you know, quickly. Uh, that's not their game. They want to play action. But again, this all predicates on running the football. They don't do it well enough. They have not ran the ball well enough. And I don't, I know Saquon's the best running back we have. You can still run it with Breida, Brightwell, and, and Gray. I really believe that. They just yeah. abandoned it too soon. Well, yeah, Lawrence, you, you feel Kafka's abandoned it way too soon, right? Well, like we all do. You feel he's more able. Whoever's calling plays, <laughs> and, and that's the that's the yes. scary that's the scary part you got a of that. Point, Lawrence. I was gonna say that's the no. scary part of the Andy Reid coaching tree a little, right? Like Andy Reid would abandon the run when he when he had a running game in Philly, and even, always he right? still does it to this day. I mean, I right. live in Kansas City. He they abandon the run too much, I mean, and I think between Pacheco and Clyde Edwards Hilaire, they've got two really good backs. But again, they get enamored by the passing game, and you know that was kind of Buffalo does that still. 
You know, yeah. Buffalo's never had an elite running back, if you think about it. They've had backs. But um, I did like what they were doing more of with the swing passes with um, Brightwell. and Yeah, yes. In that game, I do like that part of the yeah. game because they are going to get pressure. And if you can kind of widen that defense out a little bit, it'll help you. So I'd like to see that more. I do. I don't think Saquon's great in the past game. I think he's okay. Um, but that's an element of the game they need to add more of. Always have that little check down because it's there. It was there a lot against the Niners. Um, Chris, real quick, guys, we're going to take one more break. Uh, it's 40 minutes in already. Love having uh, LT the kicker with us, guys. Hang on one second. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast. And we're back. Folks, listen to the Giant Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody gets the biz, busy now with our special guest, Lawrence Tynes. Real quick, uh, Chris, I remember a couple of years ago when the Giants played the, the Chiefs Monday Night Football, you said that Joe Judge was telling defensive coordinator, guys, relax. He cannot stick to the run all game. I remember you yeah. said that. Yeah. And, and that, you know, it, it's just, it's kind of seeing itself out now, but go ahead. But well, Lawrence, speaking of running backs, your opinion, uh, we all know what happened this off season position is very devalued. Um, how do you feel about the running back? Do you feel yeah. that they should be paid more and how important they are to an offense? I, you know, we all know what happened this off season. We all know what happened with Saquon. Okay. We all know what happened. Guys like Dalvin cooks, who by the way, looks like he shouldn't yeah. have got a big contract. Okay. How do you feel yeah. about what's going on with that running back position? And do you feel, they are getting kind of shafted in a way. They should should be getting paid more. I mean, if you, you have to look at it from a business perspective, and, and owners run a business, and they're replaceable to some extent. If you look at what the Seahawks did last year with uh, Kenneth Walker, drafted him in the third round, the young man down in Houston in the fourth round, Pacheco in the seventh round, the Chiefs. Mm. You just see that runners are runners, right? And – it's hard to keep paying them when they, they get hit on every play, whether they're pass protecting or running the football or, you know, going out in the, into the flats. I mean, they're just – it's hard to stay healthy for a long time. Um, so, yes, I, I, I selfishly love seeing pay, players get paid. But if I'm running a business, I'm not paying running backs premium dollars. I'm just not going to do it. Now, McCaffrey is an outlier. Because everyone wants to compare themselves to McCaffrey, but they're not McCaffrey. McCaffrey can line up anywhere on the field. Slot receiver, outside receiver, running back. You know, he'll run the Wildcat. I mean, he McCaffrey's in a league of his own. There's, there's not another runner like him. I mean, Austin Eckler, same thing in Sandy, or L.A. Yeah. I, I just – you give them good contracts, but they're never going to get great contracts. So you feel those days of – Long gone. How long is I just think that's the way the game's going. Uh, I really do. Yeah. Yeah, it's already there. A prime example, Lawrence. You look look what's going up in Orchard Park. You know, they move on from Singletary. They drafted Dalvin's brother, James. Look how well he's playing. Look what he's doing for them now. Fantastic. Third-round pick. I think he was a third-round pick. Young, 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 healthy. You know, you look at Montgomery last night for Detroit. Yeah. He's got some miles on the tires, but, again, they didn't pay him big money. Yeah. Miles Sanders, great running back. They didn't pay him big money to go to Carolina. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. Alvin Kamara is probably the closest back, if you will, to Christian McCaffrey, in my opinion, in terms of what he can do right. in the passing game and the run game. And I think those are the two highest paid guys. So, uh, yeah, I just think it is what it is. Lawrence, Jerry, one second. On, yeah. that, note, on that note, Lawrence, do you think this could be Saquon's last year as a giant? Oh, yeah. I do. Unless he takes a, you know, middle of the pack deal. Mm-hmm. Sure. We'll see how his health plays out the rest of the season. But um, yeah, I absolutely could see this being his last year. Uh, that's why, that's why I love Lawrence, Jerry, man. He, you know, he's honest, man. Honest, he's honest, honest, dropping bombs, baby. Good stuff. man. And, love you know, it. Look, it's, you know what? It's just, it's, it's an honesty. It's not, it's not like groundbreaking news. I mean, I think everyone, no, I know. Oh, but, oh, but, but some, you know, but you're, you're being, some people won't say that. I love him. I love the kid. I love I what he's doing. I team. said the same thing. We, we all want it to work out. It's we a talk business. about it all the time, Lawrence. I, I yeah. feel the same way. You know, I'm not saying definite. They got the tag again, which I don't think, I don't think that's going to happen, no. but this could be, this could be, and now Saquon, you know, look, I love Saquon, but he got hurt again. He's going to miss a few games. He's probably not going to play Monday night. And like you said, with this running back position, you could replace – Like I'm not saying you could replace Saquon's talent, but you could replace the position and be very effective. Yeah, his value is, is in the locker room within that team because people love him. 
He's a great kid. He's a great I leader. Love him. Yeah. And, and there's value in that. And I totally agree with that, but is it 10, $12 million a year? No. So if he comes back, I think they'd love to have him back, but it's got to be at the right price. Do you like what Joe Shane did as far as, Hey, look, look, I'm going to, you know, I'm looking out for this organization and you, you went, I'm going to go to a certain number. And that's it. Do you like the way Joe Shane approached the offseason with Saquon? Yeah, because there's a lot of outside pressure, right, from the fans and yeah, the media. Yeah, it was. Yep. And um, he didn't blink. And so I, I, you can respect that uh, about Joe Shane. Um, as much as he probably wanted to open the checkbook and pay Saquon, he did what was right for the New York football giants. And and I think he did the right thing. One, one of the guys that um, – another player, I should say, that the Giant fans are excited about on this offense uh, really show what he can do against the Cardinals, Jalen Hyatt, right? Um, do you think he'll get more and more playing time as the season goes on, or do you think you should get more now based on what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there may be some truth to that thing about the route tree, right, because he only runs a couple of different routes. He's not out there all the time. But I think he's just a young player trying to figure it out. I think that kid's going to be dynamic. You'd love for him to get more shots, but again, they have to run the football. Yeah, they have to run the football. Like, it, it, there's no secret sauce here. Yeah. They got to be able to run the football to open up some of these passing lanes. Otherwise, you're wasting a top tier talent in terms of speed and spreading the field, like Jalen Hyatt, because he was a non-factor, obviously, in San Fran. Yeah, I said I was I was almost happier with his second reception against the Cardinals, where he came back and extended and. Made that great. catch, and the bomb was great. But that you're as a fan, or, or you know, try to be a student of the game. You're, you're almost happier with him running that route and making that reception because they're going to need that more. Yeah, contested catches, yep. and he's a young, young player. What's he in his fourth game? Yeah. He's going to keep getting better, and they'll keep putting him out there. But run the ball. And Jerry and Lawrence, when did he make those two catches? Second half, hmm. Daniel with a little time, right? Yeah. Boom. Yeah, he's, look, Daniel's got to get time. to Obviously, last week was get it out of his hand. Get it out of his hand. You saw Paris Campbell leading the team in receptions. Wandell was involved early, right? Yeah. Couldn't really sit yeah. back there. Couldn't really sit back there and run those nine routes or the, all those seven, those deep seven. You know, just no. they weren't going to have the time, man. You know, and, and that's, None. obviously that was the way Dable and Kafka were going to approach it. We'll see what they do Monday night. So, hey, let's look, let's look ahead a little bit, Jerry. Lawrence, Monday night, obviously we just talked about it. It's a must win game in my opinion absolute must win or the season will spiral out of control i put it on twitter last week after the loss i said okay the season starts monday night now against seattle okay mm-hmm. gotta get this win Lawrence. How, how do you see this game going um it's kind of a you know a team on their playing field if you will they're, they're not outstanding on defense their offense scares me dk metcalf lockett and jigba walker and geno smith guys uh very, very, very good quarterback. Like he, yeah. I have a lot of respect for what he did. Most people that, most people's careers that start like his don't ever end up like where he's at now. Yeah. And I have a great deal of admiration and respect for Geno Smith because he is, he looks incredible. Like he comfortable, throws a beautiful football. Man, Accurate. he throws a great ball. Yep. And so happy for him after being in New York and, you know, things didn't play out well. So, um, I, I, I picked the Giants to win, uh, 31-27. I think it's going to be some points scored in this game on both sides of the ball. Um, but this has to be the coming out party for the New York Giants. They just have to get going um, at home. Again, another thing that's hurt the Giants is, you know, three out of their four <laughs> games have been on national TV. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's seen them for the good and the bad. Yeah. Uh, no one got to see that second half of the Arizona Cardinals game, so – here they go again. We're going to get the graphic with Daniel Jones's primetime record that's Correct. 0 and 11 or whatever the number is. And it's 1 in 10. Or um, I hate that record. I hate quarterback one loss record. I think it's the dumbest stat in football. Yeah. It just grabs attention for the broadcast to show that. Um, same with Kirk Cousins and other guys. The reality is, uh, Jones has just not been on good football teams when they play on these games. That's just the <laughs> facts. Yeah. Um, so. I think they got to win this game um, at home in front of a national audience. Hopefully it's their coming out party. I think everything kind of gels this week. They've had a long layoff, which I think is a good thing for them to reassess what they're doing offensively, defensively, and kind of get back to the basics. Um, You know, run the football, play action pass, 
and make tackles and and create some turnovers. Well, you look at these stats, you know, what Seattle's doing right now, the first three games lost, there's no better time to get it going than Monday night. Now, now look, Pete Carroll's defenses always get better as the season moves along, okay? Yep. But you look at them, and they're rated 32nd, 31st, except against the run. But everything else, third down, yeah. red zone, pass. It's okay. We don't. That's okay. We don't run the ball anyway. So, yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Uh, but like, you know what? I get that because teams have been winging all over a lot against Seattle too. So you got to watch those stats, too, which is interesting know? too, right? With Woolen and uh, you know uh, the Witherspoon kid, the first round pick, and then they've yeah. got Jamal Adams coming back. Julian's back there. Um, yeah, well, Wolves been banged up, you know, Bryant, the other corner, and then Witherspoon's been playing pretty decent. He missed the first game. He's he been digs. playing. Now they get, they get Jamal back this week. Um, uh, but you know what? Lawrence, you know, Pete always figures it out over there, man. Give him a quarter of the season. He's a great you coach. Get, you see them like uh, – you see them getting better and better. You hope not this Monday night. But this is the opportunity, Lawrence. Like you said, this is the opportunity against these Their guys. offense is scary. I mean, they went to Detroit and put up 37 points on that. Oh, their, offense is, their offense is real good. Really good. I was – you know – I was talking to Bobby O'Kerrike yesterday <clears throat> away from the uh, – just me and him. Um, well, I was talking about Kenneth Walker, you know. Curious is, was getting – and he said – he goes – Bob O'Kerrike was like, I'm I'm so impressed with his vision. He goes, he yeah. has unbelievable vision, this guy, you know. He goes he, – talking to him, he goes, listen. He goes, dude, he goes, you know, we, we, we I've played against plenty of real good backs, but – that doesn't mean they have real good vision, too. They have pretty good vision, yeah. but some guys have special. He goes, this kid is patient. He's got he's got home run speed, too. And he's got a and he's a home run hitter, which makes yeah, him he gets out in the open more, field, he's a problem. Which makes him even more dangerous, you know. Uh yeah. and that backup, that kid from UCLA Charbonneau. Oh, he's, he's a pretty a damn too. good player, too. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you think about last year's game, we went up there and competed pretty well. And then we had the obviously Richie James had the two pump fumbles. Yeah. Um, so that, that hurt them. That was a confident Giants team at that time, though, Lawrence. Right now, I just don't feel that, you know. But we'll see. We'll see. Man. Well, they've got to play better to get to earn the confidence. You got to earn the right to have confidence, and they yeah. have it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, uh, LT. Um, do you want to do picks with us this week? Do you want to do our, our pick segment? <laughs> and we can we can wager. Yeah. I mean, if you guys win, I can drive you around on a golf course or something. I don't know. We'll figure okay. it out. But... Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. All right, so you have the Giants beating Seattle. All right, Chris, yeah. we'll we'll finish up with that one. Um, Falcons, Jags. Who do you guys like? Jaguars for me. Jaguars yeah, for me. I'll take I'll take the Jags. I agree. I think they in their home stadium, London. They'll bounce back from a from a bad game. Cool. One o'clock. Rams at Colts. I'll go first. I'll go with the Rams on the road on this one. No, I'm gonna stick with Stain Stain Stetch. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Shane Stetch. I'm gonna go with the Colts again. Yeah, I'll take the Colts. I think they're they're uh, they're a sleeper. Not to keep track of this one. All right, uh, Ravens at Browns, one o'clock. I will go. I just don't love this Ravens team. I'm gonna go Browns at home. I'll tell you what. You better not be sleeping on these Browns. I'll tell you Ooh. why. Jim Schwartz has got them playing defense. To me, I looked at this Brown team and said, well, is this, is Deshaun going to be that Deshaun from Houston? Well, last week he kind of flashed that a little bit. If Deshaun yeah, Watson gives them quality quarterback play, this team could win the division. I'm telling you right now. Lawrence, I know how you feel about it. They're real talented. <clears throat> uh, Deshaun love... Watson, to me, was the key. I like the way he looked last week. I'm going with the Browns again, Jerry. They've demolished two teams at home. I'm going to go with them yeah. again. Yeah, they they give up 160 yards of offense a game. We do that just on the ground. Think about that. 160, and they've given up two touchdowns on defense. Two. Yeah. Lawrence, the Browns. The Browns are really good. They're Lawrence really good. Has, Lawrence has said this a million times. No other major sport is affected by coaching as much yep. as the NFL is. You want 100%. To, and, and Dalvin Tomlinson is on that D-line. Yeah, yeah, Dalvin's up there. Yeah, that is a a Miles Garrett. My God, they're Ugh. good. That they got corners, they got backers, they got D line, secondary. Great. They're elite. Grant, so you're going? I guess you're going Browns then. I'm going Browns. Yeah. Grant Delpit is playing like the LSU Grant Delpit, a safety yeah. position right now. So, yep. And you know what? Like I just well, like I was just Who's saying the about corner the corner they got Ward. Is that Denzel's playing at a pro, Denzel's oh, playing at a my. Pro Bowl level? Okay, they're 
really good. This and Jimmy Schwartz is look. This is what I'm. This is what I mean. I say about the damn coaching, coaching. in this league. Look what Jim yep. Schwartz is doing with them. It's all coaching. All right, guys. Still one o'clock. Vikings at Panthers. I will go Vikings on the road to finally get off the Schneid. Yeah, I like the Vikes too, Jerry. Yep, that's an easy one for me. Young team. I don't know if Bryce Young will come back and play, but Kirk Cousins is playing pretty well, so I'll take the Vikings. Bengals at Titans still one o'clock is a tough one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna use Chris's line. I'm gonna go with coaching Titans at home. Whoa! What do you mean? You don't like Zach Taylor? No, but I, I know you. You like. Uh, you like the Titans coach, so I'm gonna go there. Oh no, I like Vrabel, but I'm gonna Vrabel. go with the Ti- I'm gonna go with the Titans because I just don't like Joe Burrow's leg. I just don't yeah. like the way he's moving in yeah. Tennessee. Um, the Rams gave them a hell of a battle. I, you know what? I'll go with the Titans because the resp- they got waxed last week and. I'll go with them, uh, the, the rebound. I think they found something last week with Jamar Chase and Burrow. They got some things going, figured out. Uh, I'll go Bengals on the road. All right. I'll post these next week to see who comes out on top. Um, still one. Buccaneers at Saints. I think when was taken out of Buccaneers sales Monday night, I'm going to go Saints at home. I like the Saints defense. Yeah, but they're going to go with Jameis Winston. That's true. But- uh, you know what? I'll stick with the home team in a better defense. I'll stick with the Saints, but it wouldn't surprise you if Tampa went down here and knocked them all. Yeah. yeah, I'll go Bucks here. I like what they're doing. I, the Eagles are on another level, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> those running lanes, we all could have had 150 yards rushing. Ridiculous. They're, 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 it's the front, incredible. Offensive line, defensive line. Like It's oh like they God. lift different weights. Uh. Like they're, they have a different <laughs> weight room or something. Because the way they move NFL defensive linemen – is spectacular like obviously i played the game for a long time like i've never seen like they physically dominate you up front it's unreal to watch i i mean and and kelsey's backup there's no drop off you ever seen you ever seen kelsey pull i mean a center pull like that it's incredible he's one of the best i've ever seen do it so they, yeah. that gives them so many options in the run game. So the, many. The, the only thing I'll say is Lane Johnson moving early is akin oh. to like Michael Irvin's push off. Like they just accept it now. It's just he moves early and they don't call it. And look, I know I'm being a bitch about it, but you know, come on, call it once, man. My God. Yep. Ah, sorry. One o'clock hey, still. Go ahead. go ahead, Chris. No, I was just going to say Jason Kelsey looks like he's just never going to get old. He's unbelievable. Uh, Dolph- Dolphins at Bills. This is a good game, man. I- yeah. I, I tell you what, um, I like what the Bills have done the last two weeks. Why is that? <clears throat> they decided, you know what, we got to run the ball to win games, to your point, Lawrence, about the Giants, <laughs> okay? They're running James Cook. I, I like what they're doing, and they look, they got digs. We all know that. They got established a number two. Gabe Davis is a guy who hasn't really progressed until they thought that number two, but They've gotten him involved. I only had the one catch, but he did have the long touchdown last week. Yeah. I like the way Buffalo's defense is playing. I know Miami put up 70, and people are going to be going, oh, what are you cr-? You know what? I'll still go with Buffalo at home. No, I, I am too because of the 70. That's it. <clears throat> I, they're going to come down this week. I'm going to go Bills at home. Yeah, I'm going to go I'm going to go Dolphins here. I think this is an elite football team, probably my favorite to win the AFC. Um, the, way, the way they're protecting Tua – um, they almost went in there last year and beat them with Skylar Thompson. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And this is a much better team, so I'll take the Dolphins. You about sold, you, are you sold in a defense, Lawrence? Yet Miami's defense? Are you sold in a defense? Yeah, wait till Jaylen? December when they get Jalen Ramsey back. I mean, yeah. come on, like they're they're just going to outscore you. Um, they've got some pieces on defense. Um, that safety, who you know, Baldy well, did Holland's break down. Ex- Holland's excellent. He's an excellent. And they've season. got Xavier yeah. Howard, and then Jalen Ramsey comes back. Come on, horrible game at one. Broncos at Bears. <laughs> oh boy. I you know I mean I'm going to just go Bears at home. I'm flipping a coin here. They got to win sooner or later. I know they're a disaster, but so are the Broncos. Who the hell knows? Bears. Bears at home. I'm just going to go mm. with the Sean Payton after humiliating loss factor, and go. I don't know. I'm going to go with Either them way, because. Yeah, I'll just go. I'm going to pick the best quarterback. I'll take Russell Wilson. He's, I think, Justin Fields is a train wreck right now. He really hates me. Didn't see this coming. Oh, bad. Still one o'clock. Two more ones. Uh, Commanders at Eagles. Obviously, pulling for Commanders. Got to go with the Eagles at home. They are just on a different level right now. It sucks. And I don't think they even hit all cylinders yet, too, man. No, they're not. They started. They started showing in the second half, but. 
Um, I'll go even though even though Washington went into Philly last year and upset them, I'm going to go with the Eagles Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I'll take the Eagles too. I think the Washington D line does present more problems than Tampa's yeah. D line, but yeah, I like that Washington D line. Chase Young's back too, so I'll take last the Eagles. Of, last of the ones, Steelers at Texans. Texans are a fun team to watch, but I'm going to go Steelers on the road. Yeah, I have I'll go. To. I'll go with Mike Tomlin and the Steelers too. Man, how good a coach is he? I'll take the Steelers too. I do love CJ Stroud though, Phenomenal. as a young player playing like he is. That's an up and coming team with D'Amico Ryan's, but yeah. TJ Watt, three sacks. I mean, he's an animal. You said it about Tomlin, man. How much would you like to play for a guy like that too? Like would he's love just. It. Oh, man. I'll go watch his press conferences every Sunday just because I like hearing him talk. Yeah. Uh, I four o'clock. I tell you what, good. I love that Tank Dell diet too, uh, Lawrence. I love yeah. Tank Dell. Yep. Yeah, they got they're some good. talent. I tell you what, give D'Amico a few years down there, boy. Yeah, they're going to be great. Three, four o'clocks. First of them, Raiders at Chargers. Brandon Staley. Oh my God, they would. They probably wouldn't allowed him on the plane if the Vikings no. would have scored that last that last drive after going for it on twenty four. Yeah. That being said, I think the Raiders are a mess too. Um, Garoppolo is even playing. I know he's in concussion protocol. I'll go with the Chargers. By the way, dude, talk about coaches too, Chris. Down eight, and you kick the field goal with two. Well, we need two scores. Well, you score the second one in overtime then. It's not going to get there. I mean, I just, wow, Uh, Chargers too. But, oh, man, what a disaster McDaniel. Yeah. Yeah, give me – again, I'm just taking the quarterback here. I'll take the Chargers. Um, Cardinals at Niners. Cardinals were a nice story last week. Niners are one of the top in the NFC. I'll go Niners. (laughs) Yeah, Niners. I'll tell you what the Cardinals won't do, though. They're not going to abandon the run. That's right. They're going to run it. They're going to try and run it. And what are you Josh saying? Dobbs. <laughs> I, see, Dobbs. I, tell you, I tell you, Jerry, I'm picking this up. I, you could tell Lawrence's pet peeve with the offense. What are you saying, Lawrence? Run the damn you ball. you got to run the ball. I mean, with Connor and, and our old buddy Will Hernandez is on that line. I mean, they're not great, but right. they, they run it, and they stick to it, and they're committed to it. Um, obviously, the Niners will win this game, but – uh, another guy I'm really respectful of is that what Josh Dobbs has been able to do and being there yeah. a month. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. I tell you, he's you think good. the Jets would like to have Josh Dobbs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I tell you, I tell you what, I tell you what, Lawrence, there's probably about four or five teams that like to have Josh Dobbs right now. In defense of Zach Wilson, I will say this. I've watched some shows this week. He has less time than Daniel Jones or maybe the same. Well, that that offensive be, line, that that offensive be, line is yeah. not good. That was I don't think Aaron Rodgers. Jets, yeah. They, they wouldn't be 3-0 and with Aaron Rodgers. Not yeah. with that offensive line. No way. Yeah. That was the thing everyone was worried about, that offensive line. Yep. Because New England's not very good. Yeah. That's why I told everybody before the season, like, calm down on Aaron Rodgers because you got it. Their offensive line is the biggest question him. mark. He was, they, yep. were the, they were the biggest question mark. And like right. you said, you know, I, Zach has some issues, but he's also getting blasted. No, he's also zero time. He's like, time. he's him and Daniel Jones, like 31st and 32nd yep. in terms of time. Yep. Speaking of the Pats, you mentioned them. Pats at Cowboys 425. Or Cowboys at home to rebound this week, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm with you. Yep. <laughs> I'm actually going to take the Patriots here. Nice. Look at I you. Do like, I, do, I, like Bill, I like Bill Belichick against Dak Prescott. I am not a big fan of his. I think uh, he, he Belichick will make him make some mistakes on defense, and I think that's where they'll win. Like it, Law. Law's got the Pats going in there and upsetting the boys. Oh, Bill. I like, I like Hoodie. Love it. You can't, you Love can't it. go wrong with Bill. <laughs> that no. you can't. Uh, and Sunday night, Taylor Swift against the Jets. Who do you like, Lawrence? Mm, well, that's easy. Uh, I'll take Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, easy all day. And I apologize to all Jets fans that have to pay 40% extra because she's going to be there, yeah. uh, which is nuts. Uh, but the Chiefs, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. I mean, Mahomes, Kelsey, that defense, people are sleeping on Spags. And Dave Merritt, our former Giants guys. I yep. love the defense. Um, that defense is good. That really defense good. is real good. Yeah. Real yeah. good. I mean, you know, forget, you know, we all know about Spags, but guys, I've been saying this for two years. That defense is stacked. Yeah. They're really good. Linebackers. Okay. Chris Jones. I was praising yeah. William Gay. I, Jerry knows I was praising Nick Bolton coming out of college. I They're love really William good. Gay. I love I love what – I mean, forget about it. That Those guys up front, guys like Donna – they don't get credit. They don't. Everybody wants to talk about Chris Jones. Look at these other guys. Okay? They're great. They're Those great on guys, defense. And Mahomes steals the show and Kelsey. But that yeah. defense is top five in the game. Yeah. They, they are stacked. 
And they are, look, they went to, you want to talk about, they already won a game for them against Jacksonville, Lawrence, when they won 17-9 oh, yeah. down in Jacksonville. Okay? Yeah. They won a game for them. Uh, these guys, to have them compliment the, the best quarterback in the league by far in that offense, it's sick. It's sick. Yep. It's sick. It's going to be tough to beat these guys again, man. It really is. So we all like the Chiefs. I like the Jets. <laughs> no. <laughs> again. All right, Chris. Chris, who do you got uh, Monday night, bud? Well, I hate to say it. Wow. I hate to say it. Um, because I just – the Giants just haven't shown Jerry and Lawrence enough for me against this real good Seattle offense um, hmm. that they're going to score enough points to beat these guys. Uh, and I have Seattle like in a 27-23 game, man. It's funny. I have it the other way, 27-24. Just, I, I think it's going to be a very frustrating game, but I, I just wanted to get my score out. So it, was, it sounded like I was saying the same thing you were, but I said 27-24, like last second, you know, that's, that's, but it's going to be a very frustrating game. And it's, I admit my pick is more on hope, but you know, I, it's going to be very close. So it's and, not, so it's not frustrating. You got the win. Well, it'll be frustrating for three hours until that last minute. And then it'll be, then they'll win, but it, it might be ugly, ugly as hell for a while. Okay. Uh, Lawrence, we do these picks every week, and for three years, Chris has beat the crap out of me every year. But I just wanted to say, last week we had four differences, and I got all four. It's never happened. And Ooh. if I didn't say it now, I was Changing never going to say it. So I'm up three on the season. I may just follow Chris's picks the rest of the year so I can win. <laughs> I'm ne- I don't think I've been ahead one week. So just wanted to throw. Lawrence, you know how you know how, you know how teams got to feel their way about the first few weeks of the season. That's what I do. Yeah. I feel my way about with these teams, yeah. and then I start striking. Lawrence, that's what the I do. Okay. The rest of the year, yeah. So no, it's good. But dude, um, listen, man, thank you. Lawrence, for love you, my man. You know that. Yeah. Yep. Love you guys. Appreciate you having me. You guys do a great job. So we'll see what they can do. Run the damn ball. We should end with that. All right, guys. Um, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Lawrence, thank you, my man. Talk soon, brother. You bet, guys.